0: Hi and welcome to the podcast. I feel like this episode needs a bit of an intro. It's a bit chaotic, but I'm like, you know what? Someone might find even a little bit of it useful, so put it on anyway. But basically, I'm speaking about the Man, I'm speaking about uni, relationships, rejection, everything that kind of just popped up in my brain. It is a bit chaotic. Also, I'm speaking about drinking and my relationship with alcohol. So yeah, don't know if that's going to be useful, but if it is, this episode could be one you want to listen to. But, yes, that's basically it. I hope you enjoy it. If you do, let me know. And, yeah, that's it. Full disclaimer before I begin this episode. I'm in my pyjamas. It's 2.30. Okay, half two. Why did I say 2.30? Half two on a Saturday afternoon. I am not even sorry about it, to be quite honest. woke up an hour ago and just had breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever you want to call it. And now I have a hot chocolate and you know what I'm loving life right now why not record a podcast episode when in pajamas on a Saturday afternoon gorgeous but I have some updates some life updates and I quite enjoy recording podcasts and it's quite nice to do it by myself because I feel like when there's another guest it can be quite pressurizing like I'm just gonna be honest it can be and quite structured and I just think you know what just let the thoughts come. But I do have some structure, don't worry, it's not a rambling session. But yeah, first things first, I went out last night. (laughs) And I am probably the most competitive person you'll ever meet with myself, not so much with other people, just with myself. So as you might know, I don't know, I haven't been drinking since September and that's like 106 days or something last night I had a house party on Follamore in Motion in Bristol and I didn't drink at the house party and then you know when you're just curious about something like I mean I feel like I might be weird but if I'm curious about something I have to do it to know if it's like if it was a good decision or a bad decision like if I don't know I don't know another example to be honest yeah Maybe like climbing Kilimanjaro, like I was curious about it, so I just had to do it. Okay, that was a very bad example, but yeah. So I just thought, what does feeling like, what does drinking feel like? And will I regret it, or will I, will I have missed it, or will I literally hate my life tomorrow when I wake up with a hangover? Anyway, didn't work at the house party, and then went to praise for more and. We were all just sitting and I just, I was just like, you know what? Why not give it a go? You know, if I'm curious about it and if I want it, then try it. And I feel like this is the first time I've ever actually felt like that because beforehand it was, I have to, like it was just the default going to a party. You bring, you bring alcohol with you and you just drink. But this time I was actually choosing to drink and doing it consciously. I don't mean to sound like very furry about it, but genuinely, yeah. Anyway, had... A drink, two drinks, and then had some in the club and I honestly I don't think I was drunk. I don't know if I was drunk or not to be honest, but I'm not hungover. I'm just tired. Well, I mean I don't really have an excuse to be tired because I had like seven hours sleep, eight hours sleep. But anyway, so yeah, I drank last night for the first time in literally three months and to be honest not missing out much, honestly. Like thankfully I've got to a point now where I just don't feel pressure to drink alcohol but I think that's literally just because I was off for so long and yeah it actually has helped really helped my relationship with it um and now I know that if I want to have a drink I can have one and it doesn't need to be a whole bottle of vodka or literally like a ridiculous amount of alcohol just to have fun um because yeah like re- like you actually don't miss out on much but anyway, that's probably very unpopular opinion. Um, but if anyone's thinking about it, and if you hate drinking, you hate heart it makes you feel. Like I, am not over exaggerating when I said that I would wake up the next morning and not like I would be. My mood would be so low. I could, I would go to Sainsbury's and my heart would be racing with anxiety. And yeah, it was just it just did not mix well with me. But you know what else I realized? When I had two drinks before we left, my mood, like, went down. So I'm like, what's the point in drinking if my mood will just dip whenever I have some alcohol and then it dips and then I have to drink more to get it up again? But my mood before I drank was fine. So, yeah, it's a bit of a mind game. I'm not really sure about it. And to be honest, I don't really... I, I don't think making a definitive decision or, like, yeah is the most productive thing to do. I think improving your relationship with it can actually be very beneficial and like less stress for you because I was, honestly, I was keeping up the streak and then one of my friends said, don't just do it for the streak, that's silly. Oh goodness, this laptop is just, oh, there we go. <laughs> the module and we just cut. Anyway, yeah, so that's updates. I had some alcohol last night and it was okay. Not missing out much. If you don't drink, you're literally not misdoing anything, and you probably would have felt a bit better than I do today. But yeah, if you do drink and you don't want to give it up, but your relationship's bad with it, try like having less or less often. Also, you have to literally put yourself in those situations to be able to feel comfortable in them. Like going to that meal the other week with loads of Irish people, like that was uncomfortable for me because we're all friends, but I we don't know each other. Well, I don't know everyone on a personal level. So it was getting to know people. And whenever that's in a loud room and you're eating dinner and stuff, like alcohol is used to make that easier for people. But yeah, so that was hard just sitting there and it having to come from yeah. I mean that might sound really silly and really normal to other people that might that if you're listening, you might think, Wow, you have no social skills. But whenever you've had yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a dependency issue to be honest. But yeah, that's the alcohol update, everyone. I don't know if I will continue to drink, but yeah, I just want to be honest with you and say that I did have did have a bit last night and I had fun, but I don't think it was necessary. But then I was feeling tired. So that was kind of the reason why I said, well maybe try it and see if see if I have more energy. But yes. Didn't get drunk though. I also have to run 12 kilometers today. Can you actually imagine that? 12 kilometers? Hi, like that's 5k times two plus two. So yeah, it's getting dark too. I mean, it's quarter to three. And well, it's to three, And it's getting a wee bit dark. It's a wee bit gloomy outside. And I'm in my pyjamas. And I just don't really want to go out there. Like, you know when you're like my body will not move fast so there's no point in doing it but I have to I literally have to um today is my first time missing my swim session so I'm gonna to have to do it tomorrow because no we do not skip sessions if we skip now we skip further down the line when it actually matters a lot more and this is like the base work so I am doing the Ironman in June and this week or this phase is like the development phase is getting used to swimming cycling and running and if you miss these then whenever it comes to doing like 120k on the bike or like a half marathon distance you like i will actually struggle so yeah also having this long-term goal has been a massive challenge for me honestly i'm such a crammer and having to wait to do something for six months is such a challenge don't know if anyone can relate to that like, you just want to get it over and done with, and you just want to do it now, but patience, and I think it's more satisfying, almost, when you do finish it, and when you do achieve something that you've worked hard for consistently, but, yeah, also, I've re- I've noticed, like, my body is changing a lot throughout this process, and, a, like, 18-year-old me would literally be triggered, like, completely triggered, and want to stop it all, but it's, like, my body's getting so strong. Whenever I'm in the pool now, I barely have to think about it. And it's just so much easier to swim. And I honestly do think that's because I'm getting stronger. Um. Also, if you're thinking about swimming, you, you can literally teach yourself. I went as a complete beginner in September. And honestly, it's such a good sport to just see your progress and feel your progress. Like running, yeah, okay. But I think swimming... Is just a completely different level because you literally like begin to float in the water rather than sink. Well at least I was thinking. <laughs> but yeah. Um that's the Iron one update, I'm pretty sure. I'm also doing a half marathon when I go home. I am so excited to go back to Ireland. So excited. I need to tally how many days of this year I've been I've been home because I feel like it's about ten or twenty which is ridiculous behaviour. But yes anyway um there was something else I wanted to speak about yes so I did a post on rejection on my Instagram and like people were messaging me saying can you please speak about this or like this was actually quite helpful the post wasn't about relationship rejection it was about a job rejection um which I'm not sure which is worse like, would you rather be rejected by someone that you fancied or loved, or would you rather be rejected by a job? Actually, I don't know why I need to compare those. Anyway, rejection is one thing that should be your priority to improve your relationship with. Like, if you can improve your relationship with rejection, you are so much more resilient than if you didn't. Because you're not going to get handed everything. That's just not happening. You're going to have rejection. You're going to have setbacks and you're going to have failures. And if you can develop a way and a mindset to think this has no impact upon me as a person. This is not like, it's not a reflection of my value. Then you're winning because realistically, if you're aligned with something and something else comes up, something else, an opportunity presents itself that isn't in alignment with you. The, like the universe isn't going to let that happen and that might not make sense to you you might think like you might have tunnel vision for this single opportunity or this single person and think that this is your whole world this is your whole future but there's bigger things waiting for you other doors are going to open that you can't see yet and other paths are being paved that you literally aren't even on yet and yes yeah, frustrating in the moment and yeah okay it might think it might seem like this was your dream job and this was your career and you had everything planned out for it but you have to wait. And as silly as that is, maybe you just weren't prepared enough. Like, to be brutally honest, like maybe you just needed to do more work and this is your sign to go back, do the homework, upskill yourself, become a better whatever and try again. And then that will, therefore, lead to more opportunities in the future too because you're a better person, you're a better applicant and a better worker. But I think relationship projection, like now that I talk about it out loud, is just a completely other level. Like, that stuff is personal. <laughs> like, there's... It's very difficult to not take a rejection, a rejection from another human being as personal. Whether it's a friend, like, family member, or if it's boyfriend, girlfriend, someone that you're seeing and they don't want anything serious with you, like, those kinds of rejections are... They, they're tough. And... I'm not going to say I have it all figured out but whenever you go through a breakup or something similar you, you're you forced to develop a like mental resilience barrier <laughs> against the feelings like you're forced to because you can wallow in it for so long and then you have to pick yourself up no one is coming to pick you up after a breakup no one you're on your own and as brutal as that sounds it's One of the best lessons that I've learned this year: how to literally get yourself out of a hole and start to do stuff for you. That person didn't see your value. You are you have so much love to give, and if someone wanted you in their life, they would make the effort and they they would have you in their life. It's as simple as that. Because if you think about it, whenever you care about someone, you would do anything for them. And if someone isn't doing that for you, then there's a mismatch in energies because they'll match with someone that is on their same wavelength and who treats them like they treat them but you are on a different wavelength and you're operating on a different on a different energy level that's how i think about it like if i don't get on with someone or if i don't understand them it's because we're on different levels like and i don't mean that in a hierarchy way i mean that in your values how what you care about how you act how you speak to yourself how you speak to others like how you care for people What your goals are. How ambitious you are. All these things add up to attract people to your life. And that's why you'll see like as you get older your friendships kind of evolve. And maybe your circle gets smaller. Maybe you find that different kinds of people are coming into your life. For example I did this Ironman in Turkey. The half Ironman. I met the most incredible couple. Went and stayed with them on the last night and had insane conversations and we're still in touch I has got a notification on this but on my laptop I mean but the point is you haven't met some of the most key roles in your play in your story like key chapters are waiting for you and also it's coming into a new year whittle down your instagram followers and who you follow whittle down your facebook friends whittle down everything. Surround yourself with what you want to actually become because the people that surround you will determine that more than you know and how you spend your time with your friends will determine that more than you know too. Going out drinking is absolutely fine but if you're not having conversations about your future, about your dreams, about everything you want to become with the people you're with, you're with and the people you care about then you need to reevaluate. it and if that means getting up and immersing yourself in events feeling uncomfortable networking or literally going on a city break or i don't know signing up for a marathon a half marathon a 10k doing the park run in the park Pfft, i don't know joining a fitness club these are all people that want to self-improve and if you're surrounding yourself with them then you've no other option it's not like you can just show up and be putting no effort into these things you're forced to and i think that's one thing i've learned as someone who's always been so independent, people can do more for you than you know, and that you allow them to do, if that makes sense. Like, the amount of conversations with friends that have had a massive impact on my life. For example, the Iron Man 70.3, I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for my friend, because she introduced me to someone else who had done it, and I said, you know what, let's do it. So... Yeah, that's one example. Another example, I always thought that I was more productive when I studied by myself. Going to the library, you're forced to work with friends, especially in deadline season. I have a massive deadline next week on Wednesday, which is a group project, so it's not too bad, but then I have a massive geography deadline on Friday, 4,000 words. Um, Yeah, and that's individual. So anyway, that's besides the point um yeah so that was kind of like rejection but then in the friends trying to think what else oh my goodness the retreats did anyone see that in my story i we're that's happening like people if you're interested in that please please dm me and thank you so much for voting in the polls that would be my dream honestly to be aware in a peaceful location with a pond or an ocean and go for cold water dips together relax meditate together journal connect with like-minded people who are all adopting a growth mindset and trying to become a better version of themselves that's not eight like that is actually not easy when you're in a situation surrounded by people who are happy enough being where they're at who are stuck in a limiting limited mindset is that the word limiting no limiting thoughts and who just don't really want to develop as a person. Like, it's really hard to show up as your higher self in that situation, like whether you're living at home or whether you're a partner or whatever. And it doesn't mean that everyone needs to be honest with this whole hype of, oh my goodness, I need to read a thousand self-development books in a day or I need to do this and this and this and this. Like, it doesn't. You can literally be so content without doing any of that stuff. But it makes the journey a lot less lonely when you have these things like retreats and stuff to go to with other people and also I really want to see people in person which will literally make me cry like at the swim rise I will literally cry which is on the 22nd of December if anyone wants to come but yeah that's the update I cannot believe this year is over what a journey it's been honestly I feel like taking you through month by month of this year maybe I should okay let's begin with January what happened in January oh I should have got my I should just look at my camera on my phone will I get it okay I'll get it don't all last at once now okay so January <laughs> months do you ever do this I love doing this going through and like looking at last year more I was compared to this year um okay so that's September October November December January oh my goodness I was in the holy Lands in January oh my days okay moving on oh I went to London in January with my sisters no this laptop is literally crashing okay so that was a bit boring sorry then February I was ring girl for Muay Thai oh I went to Dara the CEO the live show it was really good the singer was incredible um, and the atmosphere was really good too. I don't know if I would go again. I don't know if it would be different, but it was a good experience. And yeah, that was in London in February. March I went skiing for the first ever time in Scotland. Who knew Scotland had ski slopes? Not me. But yeah, it was fun. Um, Then March and April, I was in... No, sorry, just March. At the end of March was in Medica, which is on the border between Ukraine and Poland. And basically just helping. It's with a charity called Shabon's Trust. Um basically having out teas and coffees to refugees. No, not refugees. Yeah. Um coming through from Ukraine to Poland. And yeah, seeking safety. Yeah, it was really It was really quite heartbreaking, to be honest. Um, But uni, there wasn't much going on, to be honest. And we knew the charity. So we were like, yeah, let's just go out. And then in April, went on the university ski trip, which my body, I came back from that trip. And honestly, my lips were burnt on the first day. So they were literally like blistering, disgusting behaviour. And then we were out every single night drinking. And going to bed early morning, getting up early morning to go skiing for a week, or else five days, I can't remember. And my body was broken. Broken, to say the least. Um, April, I see the months of April, May, and a bit of June. I just think of those as a question mark time. I don't know how to describe it. I wouldn't say bad time, but a bad time mentally, definitely. Like I'm looking at these photos and I just think what was I doing like I just was not looking after myself not exercising I mean I was going to the gym but I wasn't moving my body and I was just eating weird things like I was having sushi for dinner most nights and yeah it was just a very strange time and it just proved to me the impact of environment too on your headspace on your mental health I was living in a room I was like attached to the kitchen basically and the oh it was just bad vibes it was a single bed which literally didn't like it did not bother me in the beginning but you know when the room's just very very small um that literally makes me sound so stuck up but I can't really describe it to be honest it was conjoined to the kitchen like when people were cooking or the top was running like the top was beside my head so anytime the top went on I would just hear it This sounds so ridiculous. I think you needed to be there to understand. Then May went home for like a few days. Like these selfies, I can't cope. Maybe I'll post these on my story whenever this I publish this episode. But oh my holy bejole, May yes that no honestly I think May was the peak, like peak of the low mood season. June went and socialised with friends for the first time in ages july did an innovation challenge and we actually won that how exciting um but that's like yes yeah, developing an app but we haven't really decided yet um if we're, yeah it's a bit of a long story and i don't think people really care about it on this podcast but yeah and then i did an internship in summer in london and i wasn't really posting on soulfully ginger at this point um i think i got back into it in june time maybe but anyway july yes was still doing the internship and then so my aim with the internship was to use the money to get out of my overdraft student overdraft but you know when you just reach a point and like I can't even describe basically (laughs) my I went to the pub with my two friends and we they were telling me about their trip to South America no South Africa and I was like oh cool cool and then they invited me and how do we think about it and I thought this is a risk (laughs) a risk that I cannot afford but a risk that can have a massive impact on me and that kind of it was kind of continue to feel like exhausted and burnt out or go and have a proper break and spend time and make memories with friends and to be honest it's the best decision I've made this year because I came back from that trip feeling like I was ready for life again, which sounds so deep, but you know, when you just feel like you've been flatlining and you haven't looked after yourself. And also, this it makes me, it made me so sad looking through all those memories the other night during the lockdown. We were doing mindful mornings basically every week. I can't remember if it was every, no, it wasn't every day, it was every week. Those things need to come back and I need to create a little, a nice little corner in this room that we can have those in because. I love those mindful mornings they made me so happy anyway then in September I climbed Kilimanjaro and I pooed myself on the way down. I don't know if anyone heard that on my story but yes that happened then I ran a half marathon in Bristol in September and then went to an event in London and got a job from it so then started working three days a week in Birmingham but now i'm working from home because it was exhausting and i was burning out it came to friday and i couldn't move so yeah then, oh my goodness then i went to the oxford ball the black tie dinner i don't i actually don't think anyone cares about my year this much but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna tell you that anyway and then november was the iron oh holy bajoli that was a whole new level that iron and now we're in december and i just had my first drink of alcohol in 106 days Um, but yes, I have big dreams and making them a reality is my priority because I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's time, you know, you know, when it's just time for you, it's the season of you this year, everyone, if you're listening, this is your sign to write down your goals every single day and break them down into how you can achieve them. You have a goal. Just haven't realized it yet. Like, you have a dream, but you just keep putting it off and you keep telling yourself, No, it's not possible. No, no one's interested. No, it'll be a failure. You're literally holding yourself back because you have energy and you're just putting it in the wrong places. If you shift that and focus it where you actually feel fulfilled, you feel like yourself, big things will happen and it takes time. Like, it's frustrating looking at a process and looking at your journey and thinking, I've got nowhere, but honestly, see, looking back in my diary and saying, oh my goodness, I was here last year, and now I'm here. Look at this journey. It flies. Life is, honestly, I sound like a saying this, but holy, how? How is it December? It's mental. It's scary. It actually is scary. And it takes something to happen for you to realise that it's literally so fragile too. And worrying about silly things is a complete waste of time and a a waste of energy, which is easier said than done, I understand. It's not easy to get out of that mindset of overthinking things, but the sooner you do, the better. Set yourself free from it. Honestly, there's another way to think, another way to feel, another way to exist than thinking that everyone's staring at you or thinking that you're inadequate or not wanting to speak up in conversations because you think you don't have anything to say Bye bye, bye bye. That voice is telling you that goodbye. Not today. Give it a give it a name. I read this book and it said to call that voice a shark, and it's like everyone has a shark in their brain that tells them they're this or this or this or it's a waste of time or be unproductive, whatever. But once you can drown out that shark, you're winning. Also, there's literally a, a siren going off out my window so apologies if you can hear that but yeah I feel like this is enough I think I've chatted the ear off you all and if you're listening I appreciate you a lot I love Sophie Ginger and I love that page and I love it and it's me and it's always going to be me but sometimes I need to realign and I think taking a short break from it recently has has really reset me and let me focus on what I want from it and what I can give people and yeah I don't know it's interesting it's interesting the waves of (laughs) life but yeah thanks for listening you're amazing please never stop being you and embrace everything about yourself don't be consumed by what you think you should be because the people in your life appreciate you for who you are right now not anything else but yeah thanks for coming to my TED Talk. No, I'm joking. And if you enjoyed this, let me know and I'll do more of them. Because who doesn't love just speaking, like getting this all out running in my head has actually been quite useful. Um, have a lovely rest of your day and thanks for listening.